You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. It's a competitive event, but everyone only has demo versions. <laughs> everyone is only playing as Yoshi <laughs> or Green Luigi. <laughs> Green Luigi. <laughs> Greetings, Susan ladies. Welcome back to This Week in Gaming, the show where we give you the news and stuff that happened this week in gaming. I'm Proxy. I am Sarah. And I'm BJ Blaskowitz. <laughs> oh, my favorite. Oh, so- hold on. Can I be Detective JJ Bittenbinder? <laughs> no. Next week, do you we can. Want, do we want to do this all over again? No. no. <laughs> okay. We're keeping this. So, <laughs> uh, as per usual, Hef, what have you been playing this week? I know at least one thing you've been playing this week. Oh, God. The list. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I went on a buying slash downloading binge in the last couple days. Did. So, God, where do I start? I think the I started off playing Odd World. Okay, which the, one? Uh, the first two. Uh, okay, Abe's Odyssey. Abe's, and Abe's Odyssey and Abe's Exodus. That's the one. I played both those for about twenty minutes and realized why I haven't played them in about fifteen years. <laughs> they oh, didn't no. age well. No, they did not. Especially when you transfer them to a PC. Mm. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I remember liking them, but then, you yeah. know, it's one of those games you go back, you play it again, and you're like, how did I do this? Mm-hmm. Um, from there, I downloaded literally everything that I've claimed on PS Plus in the last three months. Yeah, because you have the space for that now. Yeah, because I have the two. Did our conversation about hard drive space spawn that in you? Like, no. Did that? Okay. I, I already had the uh, two terabyte. I know you already had the space, but, the, but I was wondering if our conversation spurred you to download everything. So you oh, no, I just fingertips. I've just been putting it off because I've been playing recent games that, yeah. that have been coming out. And it's like I don't have time for anything else. I'm just picturing you standing in the middle of your room like one of those VR type deals in a Hollywood film where you're just like your arms are stretched like out minority like report flying through. <laughs> yeah, basically. Or uh, like gamer. Yeah. God, what a what a film. Um, but um, I played a little bit of Beyond Two Souls. The the great movie, the yeah. story of Willem Dafoe. That's why I, I only played a little bit of it because I realized I was playing a movie and yeah. immediately got bored. I'm very excited to play it's a, it, though. Don't it's get my me wrong. kind of thing. What I've learned from the story of what I played, which was about two hours worth of story and 10 minutes worth of gameplay, I liked. But if you've been listening to Twig or if you know me, I don't like sitting through cutscenes, mm-hmm. and that move that that movie that, that no, you're right. You're that not game wrong. is a literal fucking like nine hour cutscene. Yeah, a majority of it. Yeah, I just, I can't do it. <laughs> um, after that, I played a little Rayman Legends, played a little. How, how did you like that one? Because I haven't gotten into it yet. I played literally the same level that you played. Okay, that one night. So we have There's the same a, experience yeah. as of right now. It, it's I want to hop into the multiplayer because I like multiplayer platformers. The thing is, the last multiplayer platformer that I played prior to the stuff that we just bought recently for PS4 was Yoshi's Woolly World, which Annabelle adores. And I feel really bad because you the mechanics things? are so fucking awful in that game. But it's yeah. so you can't cute. not fuck over your your helpful play, cooperative player. Yeah. yeah. You accidentally pull that, like lick them up and then all of a sudden all their yarn balls are gone. Oh, see. And, and that's why I like the game that we were playing together recently. Go on. Bro force. Bro force. <laughs> it's so good. And it's there's so many. So good. Like I bought it when we were playing it because it was on sale. Yep. It was like two seventy five. I don't know if it's still on sale, but if it is and you guys check the PlayStation store, I, th- I and think it's, it's on sale there, until Monday. Like, oh, my God, you need this game in your life if you're a fan of action movies. But like we played it for like, what, a good hour and a half. 
Oh yeah, easily. Give or take. And that was just the arcade mode. We yeah, playing just arcade mode. Line. And then like I went home, bought it, downloaded it, all that, and I played for an easy <laughs> four hours. Well, because I think Broforce is a game that respects Jeff and his not wanting to watch cutscenes because sure there's very little story, but it's enough story to get you motivated, yeah. but not so much story that you have to sit through more than a couple lines of text. Which is perfect for it's you. It's just like go perfect liberate this me. area, and you're like, fuck yeah, shooting stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, then the other day I went on a little spree because they were having a publisher's sale on PlayStation Network. Okay. Think about that for a minute. Uh, I bought the Metro games. Ooh. Three times. Yeah, whoops. Okay. Stupid me didn't read the differences on the network, like, because they had Metro 2033. Yep. Metro Last Light. Yep. And then they had Metro Redux. Okay. Which like they, is, they were which all is the like first two. Yeah. They yeah. were all Reduxes. So I was like, oh, well, they have three games. I have a fourth <laughs> one coming out. I went to look it up and I was like, so it's this, this oh. and this. And Jeff was like, oh, that's not. And what the I network have. doesn't allow you refunds if you downloaded them. Yeah. Uh, whereas PSA, by the way. Whereas Steam, if you have downloaded them and you played less than two hours, you can get a refund. Yeah, that's how a guy ended up buying a Sonic game, speed running it in like an hour and a half and, and then returning, returning it because right. he was like, oh, I wasn't having a good time. It's like, no. I but. mean, that being said, they were less than $4 each. Yeah. Which it's is just, not bad, really. Yeah, so I, I can't it's complain. It's just, <clears throat> see, it brings up a good point, actually, with the PlayStation Network, the Xbox Live Store, and Steam, which is like your major consoles. You have the Nintendo eShop, but I'm not going to bring them into it right now. Yeah. Um, and then Steam. And so it's like your major platforms, PC, Xbox, PlayStation. And people compete about like the three all the time. Now, I'm not going to get into hardware specs, but the fact that, you know, I wanted to buy Broforce for you because I had I know you had the money for it, but right. I also had PlayStation creds I wasn't using. So I was right. like, I can just I'll buy this game for Jeff. And I can't because they don't no let you share. gift games. Yeah. There's no way to share them. Which really sucks. Yeah. So I'm like, man, man, we should just write to dear Sony. Please <laughs> allow me to buy your games for my friends. Yeah. That's Even, all I really want. You and, know, and their solution for that is, well, just buy them a gift card. Yeah. But the gift cards are certain monetary values. Right. You can't just buy them a gift card for this specific game. That's three dollars and eighty five cents. Yeah. I mean, I could go to like GameStop and get a card that has the code for that game. But like, OK, now you're just making me run in circles. Right. Whereas like Steam. I can go on Steam. I can find the game and I can click purchase as gift. Send it to anyone in my friends list. Right. It's literally the easiest process. It's super easy. And Steam you know, even allows you to trade games with people now. And even though they've changed the way that you can share your Steam library with your friends, it's still a really easy process. They changed the way that it works. So like if I share my library with Proxy and we're both and like you're playing my Fallout 4 and I sign into Steam, it kicks you out because I signed in. Right. That's garbage, I think, because it didn't used to be like that. But it's still like if I'm never on Steam, not really a problem. It's still a thing that's a possibility instead of like... Jeff having to log in on my PS4 so that I can download a couple games. But if you log in to that account while I'm playing one of those games on a totally separate console, it boots one of us out right. and won't let us do anything. Even watch Netflix or YouTube or something. It could be so much better. It's a really weird way of doing things, <laughs> um, which I'm glad that Nintendo is kind of catching up with with their announcement for their like that's getting the, a little newsish, but that yeah. they they consider a family to be eight people, yeah. eight fucking people, yeah. not four, not three, not the two of you that happen to own a console, and it will work across consoles, right? Yeah, which I think is like Sony. If you just, I'll pay a little bit more for PlayStation Plus on a yearly basis, 
if I can have it across a couple of family accounts so that if I buy Annabelle her own PS4 or where you guys both have your own, like you can have that shared PS plus and not have to worry about this. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. It'd be nice. Like there are tons of games that I'm just going to have to play after I finish after them. you're done. Like I'll have to play beyond two souls on your account. Not that you'll ever play it again. You just have to play it on my PS4. Because yeah, you can true. still log into your account as long as it's my primary PS4. That's and then true. that really drives you to, like, when you're going to buy a game to go for the hard copy. Because yeah. then you're done with it. You just physically can hand Sarah the disc and be like, here you go. Yep. Play this. Yeah, like, I already know, like, a couple games that if I think Sarah's going to want them, I'm going to buy two copies of it. <laughs> because yeah. there'll, be, as well. there'll be some games, like, if another Horizon came out. Oh, God, If yeah. we had, like, a Horizon 2, I'd have to buy two copies. Yeah. Because I would want to play it right away and so wouldn't she. Yeah. So like. It's bad enough if like you when I think after I had started playing on my own PS4 and you were playing it later and I was like, this is all I want to do. All I want to do right. is play this game. <laughs> Very tempted to buy it digitally on the network for myself. Right. Because <laughs> I was like, I can't not play this game right now. But yeah. Um, so yeah, getting back on yeah, track with uh, what yes, we were playing. Yeah, getting week. back on track off that train. Uh, I did have i did buy two three more games i bought dirt four which is a rally cross yep. dirt i love dirt and then dirt rally which was the predecessor okay to that uh, i love those because they're just beautiful and they're pure racing sims and so it's like kind of just mindless and fun huh it's kind of just mindless and fun it's not mindless. That's oh. the thing. It's fun because I have to think about what I'm doing in a racing game. Oh, that's fun. Where it's engaging it, enough to be fun. Yeah, really. exactly. <laughs> you know, it, it's just you You have to figure out how like to gas and brake properly because mm -hmm. you're dealing with different terrains and all that. And learning like what they do in, in like a rally race, like where you have a navigator, they say certain things. You know, I got to turn just this much yeah. and give this much gas. Oh, neat. Um, I haven't played Rally yet. I I was installing that while I was playing four, and then today I bought Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition for oh. the Switch, uh. which is so good. Like I played a good amount of it on your Wii U. Yeah, I remember that, and it was fun. And I'm gonna guess that the Wii U version does not stack up whatsoever to the it Switch does not. version, uh, especially because the Definitive Edition has every DLC. Yep. So, like, I just did a mission where you play as Linkle. She was so cute. Who has crossbows for weapons. Yes, people were so pissed off when she came out. Oh, they can eat a dick. Pretty much. That's that's what I'm saying. Um, but, yeah, um, that's what I've been playing. I'm gearing up for a nice three-day trip out with your brother to New York. So the bus ride there is going to be me playing Hyrule Warriors or playing Mario Kart with Corey. So. Yeah. Sweet. That'll be fun. Yeah. Thank God for the Switch. Seriously. Yeah, right? Thank God for Greyhound for having charging ports all the time. <laughs> oh, the best. And free Wi-Fi on the bus. Oh, my God. <sighs> That's true. That's Sarah, what, have, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I played a little bit of Skyrim at the beginning of the week. And then I think I just overdid it because I fuck, I stopped out of nowhere. And, she did. Yeah. Too much Skyrim. She went. Yeah. She she stopped cold turkey. <laughs> She's not even getting the shakes anymore. <laughs> wow. Um. That's really all I've been playing, but I did just spend the last two days watching, um, this kind of counts, watching Game Grumps playthrough of A Way, a way Out, out. Yeah. because I, I wanted, I've seen a, like a couple hours of the game, but like the middle of the game, and I knew that it had a really intense ending. So I was like, well, they played it, 
I might as well watch it. And they they did as they always do, as the Game Grumps do. And they made a very serious game into a game where I laugh and I don't cry because they're making me laugh. <laughs> but like it, I liked A Way Out because it was really it's a game that I will probably play. I but know. you can't play it alone. I you almost ha- bought it today, too. You have to play co-op in some way, whether it's couch co-op or online with somebody else. You cannot play it alone. It is absolutely a teamwork game. I almost bought it today, but I know I'd kill you. Yeah, because that wouldn't be fun <laughs> with you being actually good at games. But that's another thing about it. <laughs> in watching it, I realize it's not a difficult game. There's just... It's, it's not open enough of a world to no, be a difficult game. it's very linear. It was only like a three or f- maybe four hour game, depending on yeah, how long you Yeah, I think it's four maybe. hours. But it wasn't like these shootout scenes are very difficult or these driving instances are incredibly difficult. It was just like, this is what's necessary for the creator to tell the story he wanted to tell. And that's something I appreciate in a game. Which games... also, fuck the Oscars. Fuck yeah, the Oscars, that's, the right? that's the guy. Mm, yeah. Um, he did a fucking great job. I had, I was like, oh yeah, well, I whatever. Did it. He did a great job and I liked what like they were pointing out in, on the Game Grumps playthrough, Aaron was pointing out that a lot of these scenes are like homages to different movies. Yeah, and you, if you've seen that thing, you can tell. Like, there's one right. There's a, there's a scene in a hospital that is an homage to the movie Old Boy. Yep, and there's a thing towards the end it's that as, Scarface. As soon as it happens, I haven't even seen Scarface. If I have, it's been a, at least two decades. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, "This is definitely Scarface vibes." You know, white tuxedo. Say oh, hello yeah. to Ta- my little friend. Say hello to my thing. little friend. Let's it's, fall into the pool. It was so yeah. fucking good. And even though I didn't play it, it was I experienced it and it was so fucking good. Like go watch somebody play if you don't want to play, if you don't have friends, because it was like an experience. I thought it was just like, oh, a dumb like two dudes breaking out of prison, but it's not prison break the TV show game. No. <laughs> it's so much more than that. It was so fucking good. And there's two different endings, which I really liked. So very nice. Very nice. What'd you play? Uh, well, I mean, I started my week playing Broforce with Jeff a lot. Yeah. And Tower and, Fall. And Towerfall Ascension. Forgot about that. Because both were really, really good. <coughs> Excuse me. Jeez. Uh, the heck else did I play as the week went on? You played Mostly um, Broforce, The Game of Life. Like, uh, yeah. You won the Game of Life because you graduated. Yeah. I did. That's what I played. I played Graduation Simulator. Yeah. Where I actually dressed up in a cap and gown and went and... Like the first time in my life that I've done something that people played bagpipes for me. When is the last <laughs> time that someone played bagpipes for something you did? I ask yeah. you. Uh, when, probably when, a graduation. Yeah. I and, was like, next time someone plays bagpipes for me, I'm going to be dead. Yeah. This and the, it, it's the first um, graduation that your parents have ever gotten to attend. Because both, both you and your brother elected alternate methods of getting your education. Yes. So good for your parents. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really stoked. Uh, they're not brought... They're not going to get a chance to listen to this before I run into them tomorrow, but I have like my dummy one mm-hmm. that I got that doesn't have the degree in it. I was going to ask. I'm going to print that. up a, uh, it had a message in it like, oh. you know, this, uh, thank you for attending them out. Like, this is just a placeholder because we didn't want to accidentally have to worry about giving someone the wrong degree. Your degree's been mailed to you, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But it's still like super nice leather it bound. Is really nice. So I wanted to put like a big thank you letter to my parents for helping keep me financially stable and supported while I was doing the whole college thing. Yeah. And not, you know, they, they were very understanding and very supportive. And I would not have made it through that experience and still been intact uh, without them. So yep. I wanted to give them that. 
I also got like a free frame. I got a t-shirt. I got all sorts of cool stuff. It was fun. Yeah. Got to meet the governor. Yeah. Oh my God. Let me, let me just take a second to say Charlie <laughs> Baker is a tall man. Yes. Yeah. He's like six, five. I swear to God, he's like seven, nine. Are you, like, I got up, he? he didn't look that tall and I got up to stand there, like shake his hand and I'm looking up into yeah. the like stratosphere to is say hello. Me? Okay. I've met the president of the college. Cause like I bump into him all the time. Yeah. He's tall. I'm only five, three, but he's tall. Is it me? Or was Charlie Baker towering? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Was towering <laughs> it was like Hulk Hogan president. meeting Andre the giant for yeah. the first time. Yeah. I was like, uh <laughs> okay it's like President's giant tall, and nash but... standing next to each other it's ridiculous um so yeah and then let's see i don't think i've really played much this way it's been a really busy week Do i haven't been doing had much any of a chance to do mobile anything. stuff uh no i haven't been playing much of anything on mobile i did actually no i played the impossible game because <laughs> i like to know that even if people can't see me playing it it frustrates them to know how far i get on my first <laughs> attempt you played the that's such a catchy song but like it does you, you play the impossible game because you hate yourself you can admit it I, we support <clears> you excuse me it's it's absolutely true like that's why i play the impossible game that's why i play Hex. um yeah hexagon super hexagon yeah that's why i play bloodborne that's why i play dark souls like oh yeah which also i played the dark souls um that's the big thing i did oh, over the, the weekend the <coughs> the, the dark souls network test yes that it demo. was not good. Like, oh, well, I'm okay. Let me put, let me rephrase. Yeah. It was really good. I forgot how different Dark Souls was from Bloodborne. Yes. Because Dark Souls is very slow. You're like behind your shield, one tippy tap at a time, hoping <laughs> that nothing goes wrong, and then inevitably having to fuck up some dude's day. Yeah. And like every swing of your sword takes up so much of your stamina. And uh, whereas Bloodborne rewards you for your quick reaction time and yeah. getting into combat. Yeah. And with, I feel like in Bloodborne, it's just like everything is super, super fast. Is Okay, it's the Dark Souls remaster. I should know this, but I'm having one of those weeks where like my brain is just like... Like yesterday, I was trying to search for something on YouTube. And in the time it took me to think, I want to look this up. And hitting the back button on the video player, I forgot what I wanted to look up. Four seconds is what it took. So forgive me. The remaster of Dark Souls is just the first one? Or like yes. that was the network test is just the, the network test so and like, the remaster is just the first Dark Souls. So like it's kind of it kind of makes sense that that one may be a little bit chuggy because it was the first one. It was so old. I feel like they probably Ugh. improved it for the third for the newest one that came. After I feel like most of the mechanics have pretty much stayed the same. It's uh. just that because the network test like you're not building your character. You just here's a generic character. You can yeah. choose from one of the classes and just have at the. Yeah. And go whole ham. And most of the network experience, to be honest, was because in Dark Souls, you could invade other players games. <laughs> and so you'd be playing when I was playing Dark Souls on the PS3. I'd just be like walking along and all of a sudden it says like so and so has invaded. Yeah. And then you'd see a glowing red dude come out of nowhere and just like fuck your shit. Uh, he'd like anal probe you with his sword and <laughs> you'd be shish kebobbed and dead. Mm. And it'd be really sad. Sometimes <clears throat> sometimes you get lucky and you could kill them first. Yeah. Which was great. But no, this network test was mostly like people that hopped on this were seasoned veterans of Dark Souls oh, no. to begin with. Like those are the only people crazy enough to hop on this test, considering you had to download the app before the 8th. And then the test was only like a six hour window yeah. on the 11th and 12th. So like when the game is t coming out in like a week. Right. It's not like you have to wait seven months for it. It's coming so, out in a week. It was all people that pretty much have done their time in Dark Souls. Yeah. And it was a very restricted area. I knew the area pretty well. 
because that's one thing with Dark Souls and like those types of games is you get to know the scenery and the area very, very well. Yeah. Because you're often backtracking and having to do the same shit over and over again because you keep dying. Yeah. So like Undead Berg. Oh, back of my hand. I know every little (laughs) nook and cranny of Undead Berg. But they changed up Undead Berg. I see. I have. They they didn't bring me to Undead Berg when we were doing the network test. Yeah, it was was only one area. It was a little ways after Undead Berg and an area that I didn't spend much time in. Yeah, but I I have it it looked beautiful. I'll say that I have a lot of respect for Dark Souls as a series because it's how. What other series can you think of where people compare it to every other game? Like everything else in life. If it's really, really difficult, it's like, this is the Dark Souls of baking. This is the Dark Souls of Nintendo games. This is the Dark Souls of whatever. Like, what other series is is like that? Nothing. There is nothing. Yeah. So it's like... Unless you're talking about extortion, in which case, this is the EA of whatever. <laughs> yeah. But other, other than that, like, no, when you're talking difficulty, there's not really... I don't think anyone has set the bar higher than Dark Souls as far as games that are just absolutely relentless standard yeah right it's not not optional relentlessness it's this is how you're going to play the game either get good or don't play scrub and that's about it (laughs) so that's that's what i've been playing this week yeah Uh, we're gonna jump into games that are coming at you next week yeah tuesday may 22nd we'll see the release of Mega Man legacy collection one and two for the switch Thursday, May 24th, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon for PS4, Xbox One, PC, Switch, and 3DS. That's a lot of systems. Yes. Uh, Friday, May 25th, Dark Souls Remastered for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and Detroit Become Human, which I'm really looking forward to. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Dan Bull already has a wrap out for it. For yep. PS4. Yeah, so I need to check that out. Oh, God, it's and so exciting. So we're going to take a quick break, get a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with the news. Hell yeah. Do you love listening to This Week in Gaming? Do you want to see the crew start live streaming on Twitch again? How about geeky unboxing videos? Do you like those? And do you love hearing your name at the end of things you love? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, you may suffer from Yaduditis. Thankfully, there is a cure. Talk to your wallet about Yadud Patreon. Patreon is a platform that allows people who love things to help directly support those things they love to keep them running. We have many different prescription strengths, or reward tiers, to choose from, and they start as low as $1 per month. Don't suffer from Yaduditis for another day. Head over to patreon.com backslash Yadud and become a driving force behind the future of WYDG. Side effects may include becoming awesome, feeling connected, sense of community, a renewed love of gaming, and the knowledge that you're helping make our dreams a reality. Do not use Patreon if you are under the influence of alcohol. We are not responsible for any misplaced decimals in your pledge. That's patreon.com backslash Yadud. Pledge today. Welcome back, everyone. We're about to jump into some news. I'm going to throw it on over to Jeff. Get us rolling. Um, yeah, so we're going to start off talking about a little Xbox adaptive controller news. I was so excited when I saw this. I was yeah. super excited to see that it came actually from Microsoft and yeah. not a third-party company. Because usually most things that are what this is... It's third-party. It's somebody who had to, like, figure it out for their own purpose. Right. Yep. And that's great, but it also should be up to these companies to do it. So go on. So Microsoft have developed an adaptive controller system for gamers who don't have full mobility of their hands or the or have hands. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, Gamers with and without hands. Yeah. uh, It's a large surface surface that looks like a a DJ hero board. Almost. It very much looks like a turntable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, With multiple ports for various types of uh, buttons and joysticks to be attached for use. So like. If for, say, you don't have like con- 
full control of your hands, but you still can do like motions. Motion, excuse me, I have the hiccups. Motions with your arm. They have like the aeronautical joystick. So like if yeah. you can grip enough, you can use that instead okay. of using the huge buttons. Yeah. Um, but so many different things. It's really cool. Uh, there's ports for every button function. So left, yeah. right, up, down, A, B, Y, X, left and right bumper. Yeah. All of that. Um, like uh, one of the really close up pictures of it was the what looks like the record of a turnstile. Yeah. Which I think is one of the big buttons. It is. And then there's like um, labeled ports at the top for every single button function, yep. like left, right, up, down. So you could plug in a different thing for those purposes. Right. Uh, they have foot controls yeah. and everything. Super cool. So you could probably utilize anything that will plug into this. It sounds very you- much <clears throat> very much like a makey-makey, if you remember those. It is. Yeah. yeah. But proprietary for Xbox kind of deal. Yeah. And it was really cool. I don't know... I mean, I don't see why somebody couldn't make it work on other platforms. Oh, I'm sure they will. They'll but have to adapt pretty quick. Otherwise, really... Xbox is going to quickly become like. Yeah. There's a video that was going around on Facebook um, that I'll pull up and we can well, put in the. Able Gamers already does that for everything else. Yeah. yeah. So um, now it's just the fact of Able Gamers being like, listen, you know, you want this to be your own thing, not us being third party. Yeah. Um, the video that was going around kind of showcasing this had people who had all sorts of different mobility issues. Like there's one guy who had like a nub as a thumb and right. no other fingers and like barely a hand. And he was successfully playing a game. And then there was a guy who had cerebral palsy and one side of his whole oh my God, arm didn't that, work. And uh, then there was a kid who didn't have a lot of strength in his hand, so he can't press buttons, but he can use a joystick. So I really liked that they showed so many people with so many different it showed the versatility of the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it was really cool. I was happy for two reasons on this. One, it's positive coverage of gaming in the mainstream media. Yeah. And two, like more people should be able to play video games. As yeah. you know, our crew does Extra Life every year for the last three years running. Mm-hmm. So like stuff like this really hits home, at least for me. And I'm sure you guys too, where, yeah. you know, I, getting I, people with disabilities to be able to, you know, play games with just like anyone else. Like that's, yeah, I'm about that life. It should really, <coughs> um, it should be more normal. A lot of people yeah. in this world think, well, if you can't do a certain thing, then don't fucking do it. Like one time there was a video on YouTube where it was very, very bright, very suddenly. And it was like flashing for probably about a minute. And it was a really like not well-known person. So I was like, hey, a seizure warning for like that timestamp to this timestamp would probably be good just to cover anybody's basics like anybody's bases to make sure that anybody who does have a problem isn't going to have a fucking problem. Cause like, yeah, last thing you want is getting strikes against you for giving someone a seizure. A seizure can happen for like the vaguest things with some people. And everybody jumped up my ass because it was like, well, if you have seizures, you shouldn't watch games. You shouldn't play games. You shouldn't watch movies. And it's like, so if I have epilepsy, I can't, I can't enjoy media. Like me trying to be a nice person and save somebody who might have a seizure because of a fucking video game. I like think that, that's just, why there's warnings at the beginnings of all video games saying if you have seizures, you're probably going to get get one because of this game because it's real flashy. Like, yeah, that's they, why the warning is there. Exactly. But I don't know. I think it's a lot of the tone of voice on the Internet, too, because there is no tone of voice. So I think there's too many pretentious rectal haberdasheries out there that just. Yeah. Well, actually, you should make sure that this is the done this way. And it's usually absurd shit. Yeah. So then people take it the same way when you're like, no, this is like a legitimate problem, though. Please, please yeah. address. Like, I'm not trying to be an a-hole, but yeah. I don't want someone to drop because of your video. Yeah. 
And like, I, I don't have epilepsy as far as I know, but I do have, a, like, photosensitivity. A lot of people do. If I see a lot of, like, f- super fast flashing <sighs> lights, I need to look away or I'm going to, like, I, I get super dizzy. I made the mistake of watching a dead pixel video. Oh, it's the worst. Um, I, I, I say watching. I got maybe half a second in and when I'm going to start having seizures. <laughs> it's, you're going to create like, epilepsy in your brain. Right. I'm going to like something in my brain will be like, we're epileptic now. Yeah. It's un- unreasonable. So, <laughs> that's not but yeah, I definitely works, think it should be. <laughs> I definitely think that it should be something that's more normalized, though. With, it should uh, be. But adapting anyway. things for gamers that like Rocky No Hands for people who don't oh, know. Yeah. He's he, awesome is i believe paralyzed from the neck down mm-hmm. and plays uh he was doing PUBG and fortnite because those were the big things recently but he plays games with just his mouth he has yep. a special controller that's designed for him and this dude is like yeah beast mode when it's, it comes to like slaying other players there's a ton of uh, well, probably not a ton but there's a handful of videos out there that explain how his system works and it's really fucking cool because like as an able-bodied video game player i don't think about those things and this watching people who have to do extra to play games makes me think about it and makes me go i'm an asshole because i just go about my life <laughs> i don't think about the fact that other people have to jump it's, through way more hurdles than i do it's definitely a reminder to like take count of everything that you have and count your blessings like yeah and i, I like being reminded of that every now and then i'm not i'm that weird person that likes to have reality harshly shoved in my face every now and then yeah be like hey you know People out there don't have it this easy. Maybe you stop complaining. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then there's people who like, there are a handful of people at your graduation who are like, oh, I have five kids. I go to school full time. I work two full time jobs and I got straight A's and honors and this, that, the other thing. And I met the president back when it was Obama. And it's like, literally, are you a robot? (laughs) Congratulations (laughs) to you. There's two sides of it. There's like the reality of like, I need to be a better person. And then there's the reality on the other side of it where it's like, I'm we a get piece it. of shit. You're an overachiever. <laughs> I know. Like sleep, maybe get a nah, life. Nobody sleeps. Uh, so since uh, Jeff has left the studio for a moment, I'm going to carry on where he left off. Yeah, and, uh, we might as well. Moving on from there, <laughs> Mario Tennis Aces. Yeah. So it's due to release on the Switch June 22nd and is getting a free demo. Yeah. I like free demos. They're yeah. the best. Especially like I forget with games like Mario Tennis and things like Mario Golf or any of those and, like sports related games. Yeah. I in my mind goes, no, we hate those kind of games. They're gimmicky. But then I play them and I'm like, no, I love this kind of game. Give me more, please. Yeah. So the demo will be available on the eShop on Thursday, May 24th. You can play as Mario, Peach, Yoshi or Bowser with the ability to compete in matches online to unlock up to five characters. Yeah, I don't so know. That's what five additional, did. I'm assuming. Probably up, up to five. So like I, I'm guessing you, you 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 win matches, you get points, you use points to get characters. I'm assuming you like. Let me just say uh, first off that the main four characters you can play as Mario, Peach, Yoshi and Bowser. Like, why is Luigi not here? He's probably guys, like the first character you can unlock. I hope so. By the Poor way, Luigi. Your brother said the funniest thing today. Oh. Uh, we were making fun of like older people and how they're always like, I don't understand video games. And he said something about, the, <laughs> I like the green Luigi. And there was a pause. And he was like, wait, no, I meant the green Mario. And I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> the green Luigi is so much better because there's like twice the levels of the person not understanding. 
<laughs> and I love it so much. I want like a picture of Luigi's face <laughs> on a t-shirt. And it's just like, I like the green Luigi. Oh my God. Because <laughs> it makes me Mama, laugh why so can you never remember my name? I'm a sorry, green Mario. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> oh man. There's a really sad song too by Nerd Alert that on YouTube called... Um, was it Dear Peach or Love Luigi or something like that? Mm-hmm. And it's it's a really sad song. Like, I listened to it and I was like, oh, I feel real human tears coming on. I'm going <laughs> to not listen to this right now. <laughs> i got to turn on some death metal. Um, <laughs> i got to put some death clock on. Yeah. Um, so the free demo is being released in preparation for a three-day tennis tournament, Friday, June 1st, 6 p.m. Pacific time. So that's, what, 9 p.m. Eastern? Yep. To Sunday, June 3rd at midnight Pacific time. So 3 a.m. for us. Yep. So, so a three-day, I'm assuming, Mario Tennis Tournament. Yes. Okay. Yes. I wasn't sure if they were um, just, like, really amped about actual tennis. Like, the U.S. <laughs> Open's happening, and they're no. just like, oh. I think it's funny that it's like, this demo is coming out to prepare for the tournament that's coming out before the game comes out. <laughs> so is it just going to be a bunch of people playing the demo in a tournament? I'm unclear on that. <laughs> I don't know. It's a competitive event, but everyone only has demo versions. <laughs> everyone is only playing as Yoshi <laughs> or Green Luigi. <laughs> Green Luigi. Oh, uh, what about Purple Luigi? Um, so, wow. Uh, moving on from there, we have net neutrality news. Yeah, I actually hadn't read up on this. Can you can you give me a quick? I can't. Okay. Uh, I don't understand. I don't know even how to begin explaining net neutrality and why it's important to know about it because I'm not good at explaining things. So quick pause the podcast and go get fucking educated on that and then come back. Um, so the federal communications commission, the FCC, you've probably heard of them has been trying to repeal that neutrality rules that were set in place when Obama was president. Um, I think we all understand why they're trying to repeal it. Um, and so far every single time that it comes up, it's been halted and delayed for some reason or another. Um, Right now, the big decision has been delayed until June something. Yes. June. June something. I never wrote it. We'll call it it sometime in June. Yeah, I didn't write it down because I'm a moron. Um, Sometime in June. So worry about it, but like. So basically, to to give you a refresher on like what net neutrality is from my understanding, is that we're trying to keep in place the rules written during the Obama administration that requires the Federal Communications Commission or FCC to regulate internet service providers as far as like their pricing, their packages and everything to make sure everything is fair and balanced across the board as much as they can. Yeah. Which, you know, is why we're on a pretty level playing ground. The fear. Which means that I pay what I pay for Comcast every single month and I can visit any website that I want for any length of time. They have to they are supposed to be giving you I say supposed to because I'm sure we'll get a slew of people in the comments like, oh, it's absolutely not like uh, they definitely choke your bandwidth. I'm not going to say they don't. Oh, like, they do. We, I know the companies we're dealing with here. Yeah. But they're supposed, supposed to. to be that they provide you if you're paying for 100 megs up or 100 meg downtime, six meg uptime, um, then that's what you should be getting. Yeah. You should be able to clock that speed at any point during the day. And that's what you're paying for. The fear is that if they take this away and repeal the FCC's need to regulate them, that Internet service providers are now free to do whatever they please. And that could be that could be good. That could be bad, depending on how it goes. And it's more likely to go bad. Yeah, because, you know, the people we're dealing with here, it could mean 
this might be an extreme situation, but it, it kind of opened my eyes. It could mean that Netflix, Netflix.com would cost you $6 a month to access on top of your Netflix fee. And then your Xfinity.com that you pay for your Comcast would cost you $10.99 a month to visit. And then Facebook would cost a different price. And Hulu would cost a different price. And Tumblr would cost a different price. So eventually it would all add up and it would be ridiculous. It definitely could. The The That's thing like a lot of people are concerned about is that kind of the opposite of that, where Comcast would approach Netflix and say, look, um, we are going to say that if you want prime bandwidth, you're paying us extra money to be on our service. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, we'll throttle you and people can lo- watch Netflix in low quality and end up leaving your service because they can't deal with it. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a lot prices. of business on business cruelty, more so than I think business to consumer cruelty. But that's I, all going to trickle downhill anyway. It would. I wouldn't if I wouldn't be shocked if things change very drastically in the next five years, one way or another. And it's funny Same. because net, uh, net neutrality has only existed for, I think, like 10 years or something. See, in my opinion, but it's the Internet 10 years ago was so different than it is now. Oh, vastly. So that's why it's scary. Anyway, so the Senate voted um this week 52 to 47 in favor of stopping the fcc's plan to turn off net neutrality and to make things bad which is good because also think about video games i I do a lot that's part of like a big part of the problem that's why this is news is because indie developers and steam and this that the other thing we won't be able to do that as easily if we can't freely access the internet. That's why this is news. I didn't really like. Yeah. Put it. This is such a. It's a hot it's topic so across confusing. a lot of platforms for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. It so, definitely affects the gaming world. Yeah, it does. And it's very scary. Um, so the Senate voted in favor of keeping things the way they are, which is good, but it has to go to the House of Representatives. And then it has to go from them to the president. So maybe we can just keep getting it delayed. And then one day we'll have a new president. Maybe. And See, Bernie Sanders will just figure it out for us. <laughs> my, my last big comment on the subject is like the only way this is going to work if they repeal it is if they also lift the like territorial ends of, you know, there's certain areas you move to and you're like, oh, I need Internet. And they're like, well, Comcast is the only one that serves this area. You're mm-hmm. going to have to if you want Fios, you have to move to a different city block. Yeah. And that only they own. And the only way that net neutrality being repealed could end up working out well for the people is if they actually just open the board and say, okay, anyone that has like ability to serve this area can serve this area. Yeah. It would be, if we could have Fios here, I would, because there were, that would be what I have. There was a, someone was telling me they have a street in their area that is served by Comcast and Verizon. Mm -hmm. And as soon as like Comcast was out there doing some telephone work or some uh, line work and Verizon was also there laying their fiber lines and then they went, "Uh oh, we need to get fiber in here now. Yep. And so like within that same week, they were in there running fiber because they need to compete. Yeah. If there's no competition, you're just running multiple monopolies. Yeah. You know, that'd be like playing Monopoly and being like, OK, Jeff, you can have Park Place and Boardwalk. I'm going to take the three green spaces <laughs> and screw everyone else. Right. They all have to pass us. Yeah. So let's just not compete. Yeah. And that kind of a deal. So anyway, that's my the end of my hot take on net neutrality. Yeah, it's very scary. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I want to move on now. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared. 
No, we're <laughs> we're good. All right. So, uh, Jeff, would you like to take us on into Dragon Age Four? Yeah. Um, Welcome back, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, coffee hit my belly, and my belly did not like it. <laughs> uh, moving on from net neutrality, which I did want to talk about, but another time. Sorry. It could be a whole podcast. That's, it really that, could. Be. I know. That's that's why I don't mind not talking about it personally myself. Um, Dragon Age Four. Question, question mark, mark is tease like, question mark a little bit so greg ellis who is the voice of cullen in dragon age yep one of my favorite characters he's yes he's um, amazing he has decided to tease on twitter the latest projects he's been working on yeah uh he does say he is bound by an nda but had had this to say about it he says the company wants to grow excitement the artist wants to placate the fervent fandom, the ultimate industry fan tease. I'm currently working on an iconic video game series. The company's name begins with B. Bioware. Oh, man, I was kind of hoping it was Bethesda. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I would la laugh so hard if he's in the next Bethesda game. I would shit. <laughs> um, he also tweeted out, any guesses as to what the first letter of the character is? Quote, unquote, or not quote, unquote, question mark. Uh, any guesses as to the first letter of the video game? Hashtag NDATs, hashtag soon slash not soon enough, hashtag loose lips. I, when I first read about this, the last quote wasn't there. Any guesses as to the first letter of the video game with all the hashtags? That wasn't there yet. He tweeted that earlier, like way earlier this morning, like yeah. 5 a.m. And he knows what he's doing. I don't really appreciate it because like if you signed an NDA, there's only so many things you can say before you are breaking it. Right. So I really like that. He's like, I, am I? I don't know. You want to guess? If you guess, I can tell you, but you can't guess. I'm right. not going to tell anybody. I also <laughs> I really like that. He fucking talks like some pompous asshole, just like Cullen. Yeah, he is. Cullen. <laughs> I love it a lot. So I'm really excited. Maybe we'll know more at E3. Maybe we'll find out more. Maybe we'll find out he's actually in a Bethesda game with one of their six games that they're supposedly releasing at I would E3. Shit. I mean, I, I really, I, if he is continuing as Cullen in a Dragon Age game, that means that the timeline, like the next game will be coming out not that long after Inquisition. Right. Which is good because that game kind of ended on a fucking cliffhanger, especially if you played the DLC. So I need more. Did you ever finish the DLC? No, because you, I think you bought me the DLC or did I buy that? I bought you You the bought DLC. me the DLC and then I restarted the game again. So that's right. I needed to finish the game before yeah, I played the Yeah, because you started DLC. playing it on yours. Yeah, now I'm stuck in the fucking deep roads and I'm just so over it. <laughs> this literally happens every time she replays the game. So don't worry, folks. <laughs> this is not something new. It's true. Uh, moving on from teasers, quote, quote, maybe. I don't know if this is such a teaser, really. <laughs> no, I say moving on from that. Um, sorry, my mind blinked looking at the That's screen. <laughs> um, <laughs> the NES Classic is coming back. Yep, which we kind of knew a while ago. But... Yeah, we, we kind of knew, but we didn't know exactly when. Yeah. So Nintendo is bringing back the NES Classic to stores in physical, like not just order online only, as of June 29th. Yep. Uh, Nintendo said in a tweet, the system, being the NES Classic and the SNES Classic uh, Edition system, are expected to be available throughout the end of the year. 
Um, the NES Classic will cost fifty nine ninety nine, the same price it was when it originally released. Yep. So that being said, the SNES Classic should be around seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, which the, it still is. The SNES Classic is still like yeah. in stores. I can, can still, still find go, it at GameStop. Yeah. Um, a so moment of is... silence for all the poor eBay sellers out there that are still trying to make about four hundred dollars right yeah. on their NES Classics. Yep. Good job, guys. I thought the Good NES job. Classic was like eighty bucks when it came nope. out. I yeah I I realized I was wrong, but I just thought it was so much more. I think it was eighty games that were on it. Was oh, maybe thing. something always, something ridiculous I like that. I always get my numbers confused. Yeah. That's all right. Um, speaking of dead consoles, um, oh, Sony will no longer be producing physical PS Vita games as of March thirty first, two thousand nineteen, or at least producing them will be phased out by then. Yeah, that's not saying they've already stopped. It's just that's the end of the 2018 fiscal year. So it right. makes sense for them to stop doing it for that period. So, so they if you want your it. physical Vita games that are brand new. Yeah. Get them while they come out. But I mean, there's plenty of PS4 games that are cross play mm -hmm. and you just use the cloud and it's really cool. So like it's not like the Vita is worthless. If you like your Vita. Yeah, like um, it. it's kind of like when the PSP Go came out because it didn't take you couldn't put there a, was no you, cartridge. Yeah, there was no slot. disc slot for it. The uh, UDMs, I believe. UMDs. UMD, thank you. Here I go, messing up my alphabet. Yeah. The UMDs, like, didn't work with the PSP Go. It was just a little, like, flip device. But you could buy games on the network and install them, and I think that's what they're going for now is, like, yeah. why bother with the production cost of having cartridges produced with labeling and everything else when we could just put the stuff yeah. on the market? That's really, okay, see, th that's literally it, is that the production cost. This brings us back to our conversation last week about storage. Mm -hmm. Yep. My thing about this is, yes, it's great because now I don't have to worry about storing all of my physical copies. Yeah. But on the other hand, this is not great because my device only has a certain amount of space. Yeah. And now I got to play which child is the favorite. Yeah. It's I mean, with micro SD cards getting much, much larger in storage capacity, though, I think that... Uh, <laughs> It yeah. won't be so much of an issue. Yes and no, because the Vita is still only going to support up to a certain amount of space on an SD card. I would still hope that. I would still hope it would, it would cover like 120 something gigs. If if their plan is to go full digital, I would hope that they would up that. Right. Yeah. You, you would think, but this is Sony and they want you to play Sodom and Gomorrah. It's funny because Sony literally said that the Vita was like the child they should have killed. Yeah, they were like, this Aww. was kind of a mistake. We shouldn't have done this. But, you know, whatever. Even it's if... lasted a decent amount of time for yeah. for a handheld, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they're they're stopping Vita games being included in PS Plus next year. Right. So uh, you're still getting plenty of opportunities. And what's so happening is, the, is there, it, it's they're stopping Vita stuff on PS Plus the same time that they're stopping PS3. PS3, but as well as the physical Vita stuff as yeah. well. Like so, Vita support for PS Plus and physically is gone as of mm -hmm. the end of the fiscal year. Yeah. Same with the PS3. So yeah. like, it kind of makes sense that they they have this date. Yeah, I I don't mind so much that it's coming because I feel like the Vita and the PS3 have had many 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 years to have their time in the spotlight. See, and then comes the next question about this is. Is Sony planning on having a Switch style console? I don't know. Mm. I actually wanted to bring up the question or pose the question of are handhelds dead? No. I think that. No, the, because maybe, I consider the Switch a handheld. Mm -hmm. I okay, don't consider so, it a console. 
I guess our our systems that are handheld exclusive dead because so, the switch is, you know, it's a it's a versatile machine. So it's like a 3DS like the because you, I can see Nintendo not producing a 3DS, a new one beyond this. They'll probably still make games for the new 3DS for a while, but with something as powerful as the Switch being as portable as it is, yeah. right. why bother making another handheld console? I, I think if, say Nintendo, if they do anything else with a handheld device, they will make a Switch, but that's more portable. More designed to be like the tablet function rather than... More like designed to be folded up like a 3DS. So like you'll have two screens, but they'll still only work as one. and But they'll still be multi-touch. I mean, like I, could, I could so see like it being a fold thing. it up like my laptop, but when you open it up all the way, it's still just one screen. I could see that as like technology gets better for it. Yeah, but and you know, in that case, like Sony's really the only one that's been competing with Nintendo in the handheld market anyway. Yeah. Right. Like there were a few contenders back in like the early 2000s with like the N gauge and other things. Right. And they, they'll tried. still come out here and there, but they're but those are all like great. the third party. Like no one ever really hears about right. them. You think handheld, you think Nintendo. Yeah. And re until recently, PlayStation with the PlayStation and Portable. Before, mm-hmm. like before the end of the 90s was Sega as well. Yeah. Because they I had the Game Gear. I, I feel like companies like that are as big as Microsoft and Sony kind of understand that they can't really compete on every realm. Right. So where Microsoft and Sony are more focused now on the next... You're, I think you're going to see at E3, if they do talk about the PlayStation 5, they're going to get more into they're not the... It's going to be a system built for VR. Is I hope not. Maybe not centered around it, but built to be compatible off the bat. Whereas the PS4, you kind of needed the Pro before you could really like make good use of their VR. See, okay. I may be one of the people that's on the edge of it. I don't want a system that's geared towards VR, even if it's specifically just ready for it. I, uh, I'd rather that be an option. Yeah. I'd rather them be like, okay, well, here's the PS5. But if you buy the PS5.5, not the Plus, but the .5, you have VR capabilities. I don't, yeah, I guess I get what you're saying. I wouldn't want that to be... I don't want it muddied down with something I'm never going to use. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of that stepping stone into the future. I think like where it's it's a natural progression. Like right. if Sony had if that is the like say the PS five is VR and it comes out in three years and it just is VR, you know I'm gonna buy it. And right. that just makes me a part of this step into the future with VR. And I don't really wanna do that. See, I don't think it's gonna be an exclusive type deal, yeah, but I think it, it's gonna be a very heavy handed yeah, VR. It, well, in the same where, way they did six axis. If it's exclusive if it's exclusively VR, they have to change some of the aspects of VR itself. Mm-hmm. It needs to be one singular screen, like in the in the headset. It can't be like two, because you have people who don't have vision in one eye or have very bad depth perception, like two of our friends. Yeah. Who can't see that shit. So like it, it really has to be a very precise machine mm-hmm. if they're gonna do that whole f- singular focus. But I don't see it being a singular focus, even if it's part of the focus, because Sony's smart. Oh, definitely. I they, think they know they know to say it's VR compatible at the get go, but you're going to pay another two hundred dollars for that VR set. Potentially, it's I just marketing. feel like where Microsoft and Sony and even PC now 
the big fad with that is VR, where the big fad with Nintendo is handheld, handheld. portability. Yeah. Right. And I think they're finally at the point where Sony's like, look, we either we need to put our eggs in the right baskets here. And we're just we're throwing away too many resources working on trying to compete with Nintendo on the level of handheld. Right. The switch just dropped. There's no way we're competing with this unless we mock up the switch on Sony. And I don't think they're going to do that. You know, that also brings in the whole the like very big question of if this if if the switch has been sued if nintendo's been sued by this company for stealing their patent even if they knew it existed whether they didn't i don't give a shit who says sony or microsoft won't do the same thing exactly and it's just going to be more lawsuits and this that the other thing i i think that we're a couple years away from either company trying to do that because who, well, who like they have the money to deal with lawsuits and what, all that stuff but who wants to do it we are at least a year away from anyone saying anything about a next another next gen console yeah. At least a year. Because the Pro just came out. PSVR is really hot right now. The Xbox One X and S well, and just came out. It's Sony themselves have said we don't plan on plan on announcing anything for at least six months post E3. Yeah. And they specifically said no PS5. Right. Which would because make sense. Because they, they did confirm that they are developing. At they are developing it. But it's too far from any news of what they want. To say anything about it. Like, they haven't even come up with a test demo, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah, which is fair. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I My finger's in the pulse, you know. It's inside of it. It's ready. <laughs> it's receiving the blood. My finger is on the pulse of the anus of all this stuff. I'll, I only read the shit. I'll finger anything with the pulse. That's pretty much it. <laughs> no lube. Um, There was one thing outside of the Vita thing. There was, like, one little note that made me laugh really hard when I read it. And then we can move on to the um, the next thing. Um, the the developer of Conan Exiles, yeah. which is the 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 dingus the, game, the latest game where it's like a sandbox survival. You are just there in the desert. You have to like collect rocks and food and shit and kill other people. It's a lot like Rust, Rust or Ark or. But you can Minecraft. size their dingus. But like, that's the thing is the the developer was like, here's what? here's all the reasons why Conan Exiles is different from games like Ark. I didn't read the article. That was the headline. I did not read the article because the only answer to that question is it's got giant hogs in it, giant dicks. There's literally like okay, a customer slider. characterization sliders. One of them is a dong slider. Yeah, it's a penis oh, slider. Oh, thank God. That's the difference. I've it's, been waiting. See, so it, long. it's been on PS on PC for a while. Yeah, it was because in beta you could for a adjust time. like bust size for the longest time. Yes. At long last. Did they even have female characters in yeah. Conan? And they and they had bust size. I wasn't sure if they had female um, characters or not because we only watched the Monster Factory of it. So. Yeah, where they oh, made God. Jefferson Tallpipe and his hog was huge. Um, <laughs> but like seriously, go to Google Images and just search. Conan Exiles uncensored or whatever. And there's like dongs. Um, I didn't Are they bigger than Satan's is the thing. I didn't yes. read the first, article. The first dong I've ever seen in a game was uh, uh, Dante's Inferno. Wow. Final boss. Took that long for them to just throw in a hog? Apparently. But like, I didn't care about the article because the only difference between your sandbox survival and another one is that yours has giant dicks in it. That's all that's important. That's all anybody cares about. That's why anybody plays the game, so they can have a giant hog. I just wanted it's to mention true. that because it made me laugh really hard. Like, <laughs> that's that's why your game is good. Most so, games have dicks, not like this. Rolling off, off of hogs. Oh, yes. <laughs> Please, God. Um, 
Please so, tell me what they nerfed in Overwatch, Jeff. Oh, they didn't exactly nerf anything in Overwatch. <laughs> Specifically, Overwatch is teaming up with the brand nerf. Hell How yeah. How fitting. Um, so an Overwatch branded nerf line of guns is to release in 2019. I'm going to buy all of them. Fuck. <laughs> I, that's what I said too when Sarah yeah. told me about this. Yeah. Uh, there will be... They will be uh, part of the rival line of guns, which I, is the newest line of guns. I was just going to say that probably means something if you're super into Nerf and you know what that means. Yeah, I just I know based on because I'm a giant child and I go through the toy aisle every time I go to Walmart. I know. Um, the the rival line, it's the think of it as the sport edition uh, of Nerf. They're easier to load, blah, 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 blah. They tend to come with more ammo, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's no specific date, uh, date or details aside from its rival's ish of being next year yeah um i really do hope really hope that they have a specific gun for every character i hope so and it's not just the overwatch oh. branded There's, stuff so like yeah. a widow rifle that would be uh, amazing two pistols for tracer for tracer that would be wise marketing a sock bopper for fucking doomfist a typical bow and arrow for hanzo yeah like, and that they, they be... have all the, the capabilities. They have all the different types of weapons through Nerf already. Yeah. All they got to do is change the, the painting. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, if uh, freaking Reinhardt's hammer is one of the things they do, I'm all about that. The um, If not, we'll make one. The mini, mm. I don't want to call it a trailer, but the mini video that came out that was kind of like the announcement. The teaser. Was just a bunch of Nerf balls kind of like rolling around and one of them rolls towards the screen and it's got the Overwatch symbol on it. Right. So that's exciting. Nerf balls. So like, I don't know what this is going to, what it's going to be, but I'm really excited. But if they were to make guns, a specific weapon for every character, or at least like the big ones, like Tracer and Widowmaker and Hanzo. Roadhog, the Junkrat, like, yeah. The most like favored characters. That would be such good marketing. See, that's going to make like, money. I can already see weapons that Nerf has made previously, just as Nerf brand. I can already see which ones they would use mm -hmm. for the original characters that were like on day one. Call them up. Let like, them know. You know, it, it's not hard. <laughs> like I can't name the actual guns themselves, but like no. I'm, I can name which character. I can be like, it was that one. Yeah. It's that one. Yeah. It's that one. Because you you're know. actually two. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I, I there there is a nerf sword that's totally a Genji. Yeah. And there's I, they've always had the nerf bow and arrow. That's definitely a hanzo thing like yeah. like if i they do that and it looks really really cool i will buy like a specific one whichever one is my favorite and just mount it on the wall right that one doesn't get used it's just decoration then we gotta make a cool. bust of the character and oh no no mm. how terrible. but yeah so Ugh. hopefully they come out with more stuff i hope that they say something either during blizzcon because mm. that's coming up yeah or they say something during E3. Yeah. Because you expect those would be the one of the two events that they would say anything else yeah. with. So because, you know, Blizzard, they're huge on their PR. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. So. Oh, do you want to mention the um, the Pink Mercy skin? Oh, really yeah. Quick? Um, I'm not sure about the numbers. I just remembered. I do. But they. Give me like two seconds. I'll just like, I'll explain what it is while you look it up. Um for, I guess you can buy a pink Mercy skin for $15 that supports an actually good charity. For Breast Cancer Research. Yes. The Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Yeah. It's not the Susan G. Komen cure whatever the fuck because she's a horrible person and it's a horrible, horrible charity. She takes all your money and has big fucking 
big, huge parties and invites all the rich people and none of them give money to breast cancer research. So don't donate to them. But if you buy the pink mercy skin, it will actually go to a good charity that will use the money for good. So so as of May 17th, (laughs) when this article that I found was printed, um, they said that since the, uh, the campaign, which started on May 8th, to buy the pink mercy skin, um, they have raised $10 million in donations benefiting the Breast Cancer Research Fund. That is far exceeding the initial 250000 minimum that they wanted to donate. Oh, my God. Now, the A, the, there's two things about this. A, the foundation that is going to literally 100% of the donations mm-hmm. that, they, that the fund receives goes to the fund. Yep. They are a nonprofit, but they have other means of getting funds to pay their employees. Yep. Uh, pay, to pay their employees to pay for things like advertising and right, server exactly. space for websites and a all that A lot of stuff. it is honestly donated to them yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, and then B being that 100% of what was purchased, mm-hmm. 100% of that profit that Blizzard is receiving is going straight to the fund. Yep. So Blizzard is seeing zero dollars to yeah, this. Yeah, no. They they literally have just missed out of ten million dollars, which is huge. Yeah, for and, even Blizzard. Like, and like the skin, I've seen a picture, of, a screenshot of the skin, and it's really cute too. Yeah, like it actually like, looks really good. It's ooh, so cute. Yeah, I, like, like, I'm gonna buy it later on today. I just want to. Yeah, I just want to like. And I'm not a mercy main. Say <laughs> no, but when I the few rare times that I play Overwatch on your account, I play as Mercy, so right. that'll benefit me. But like the thing about most like cancer foundations they go to shady foundations is they go well yeah but like the good the good cancer foundations they do they don't do things like just research they do things like a lot of people can't pay for treatment or they can't pay for a wig if they want one or they can't pay for that's exactly what this fund does whatever or they they can't get like edible marijuana for some reason and somebody will help them do that so like it's not just Research. And if you know us, we're all about you getting edible marijuana, well, man. Listen, like, uh, anybody who's ever gone through chemo. I feel has, like if you had put that in slang it. terms, it would have really degraded the whole like purpose of it. Like some people can't get pot brownies. Yeah, that I yeah. phrase it like, a very well, specific way. And, and like joking aside, if if you know us and yeah, dude, we're all about charity for funds such yeah. as this, whether it be cancer, whether it be diabetes, whether it be just sick kids in general. Yeah, um, I, I was thinking about doing stuff for Shriners as well, mm-hmm. not just Boston Children's, because that generally goes to the Cancer Fund. Shriners goes to everyone, you know, but that's a conversation that we can have off air type deal. <laughs> um, but we are totally for this. Even if you don't play Overwatch, look it up and you can still donate the $15. Yeah. Like, whatever. This this fund goes till May 21st. Yeah. Um, I just, so that's like what ne- that's next Monday. Yeah, and like I, I do a lot. If there's like a can- a thing that's really popular, like when the ALS ice bucket challenge was really hot, I looked into it to make sure that like the the money that my friends were donating were actually going to a charity that was actually helping people. Let's be sadly, tragically honest for a moment and say that most people were just doing it for the sake of dumping icy water on their heads yeah, and not right. actually donating money. A Shame of, on you. A lot of people I know who like got tagged in it or whatever were like, I did donate the $10, but I'm doing this for fun. Yeah. So I was like, like, I can respect I'm, that. I'm yeah. on the Overwatch website right now specifically for the Pink Mercy and they have, you can buy t-shirts. Oh. They have Pink Mercy Cosmetics. <laughs> I want to have okay. to look at that like, later. I'm gonna, I'm, Send me the link. I'll toss it in the show notes. Yeah. yeah uh, cosmetics 
There's a whole bunch of charity streams going on right now. Mm-hmm. Pink Mercy emotes on Twitch. Aww. Like, yeah, it's really and good. Information about where uh, information about the BCRF. So mm-hmm. like, it's just good. I don't know. It's good. I wouldn't lie to you. I wouldn't. If this was money going to like Susan G. Komen or another breast cancer foundation that was bad, I would straight up be like, don't, don't bother. Don't look at it. Go donate your money to somewhere else, whatever. But no, this one is good. It's actually fucking helpful for people. And yeah. like ev- almost everybody on this planet and these knows are somebody. Badass. Like, are they really pretty cool? <laughs> but almost everybody on this planet knows somebody who's been affected by breast cancer in some way. Even me. And I, I hadn't until adulthood. And then one of my family members had breast cancer. And it was, oh, that's really cute. But one of my family members had breast cancer. And now she's fine and everything's. But if it Great. wasn't for but charities was, like this, it was or... very it was very scary for a little bit. Yeah, being like this person I've known my whole life has this horrible problem. It was very scary. So I don't know. It's a good thing. Definitely not cancer. That's not a good. Uh, yeah, thing. no. The people that are helping solve the problem <laughs> is, is what's what's a good thing. Yeah. Last thing I wanted to touch on, uh, mildly Overwatch related, and only in uh, in jest. Yes. That the release debut for Black Ops Four dropped this week. I haven't had a chance oh, to yeah. watch the the dealio. Yes, I have a beta code for it. Awesome. I pre-ordered it today. I'm not I'm not terribly one way or another with it. I don't hate the Black Ops series, but I'm also not enough into it to be like, oh, I'm definitely getting this game. I know they said that it's multiplayer focused. There is no single player campaign right now. There is a battle royale and like every fucking other. And there's also like a specialist system, which makes me think it's trying to be Overwatch as well. What I learned talking to Luna at our local GameStop was that what they're doing for the battle royale mode is they're literally taking every map they've ever made and smushing them together. Oh, dear Lord. So they're making a battle royale map using their old I'm not going to say that's a bad idea because it's honestly not a bad idea. And zombies mode is a Coliseum oh, style. God. So I'm, it's it's eh. still going to be like waves, but you're going to be in a Coliseum. That's See, cool. Now, yeah. I, I wanted to bring this up because I'd like to uh, say my, my condolences go out <laughs> to every PR manager for a major AAA title. Because seeing the tweet go out on on Twitter of Black Ops 4 has been announced and watching the comment section tear into them. God. Because like a chunk of people, all they want is Modern Warfare 2 remastered. But if you remaster an old game, other people are going to complain. I saw saw your comments Anyone happy. (laughs) And I'm like, everyone is just tearing them apart. And, you know, as someone who I dabble in PR just like for our own stuff, but I don't have to deal with it on that kind of scale to imagine the person or team of people that had no say in developing the game. They were just hired on to take to Twitter and let the world know and be positive about it and like get the message out. Right. To have to have that be your daily job. What did you do at work today? I told the world Black Ops 4 is coming and then they shat all over me. Yeah, actually, um, it's really funny. Your brother and I were watching this kind of documentary about Barbie. And first of all, that's a whole fucking can of worms. Don't even get me started. But the PR team for Barbie, every time they announce something new, inevitably people are upset. Like when they have a black Barbie. God fucking forbid that little black girls have somebody to look up to. But like they they 
people who work in PR for very big companies who do really big things have no soul. They have no soul. They have no fear. They have iron wills. They could probably drink an entire bottle of Jack Daniels and not have any problem because they have no feelings inside. PR people for big <laughs> okay. companies are bred to be torn apart. They they know before they even post a tweet what they're getting into, right. what what their reception is going to be. So I mean, we could talk to my cousin about that. Which Honestly, cousin? Jen. Oh which yeah, she does. God. She does PR. Yeah. For who? If I the the uh, Newport Mansions um, business. Pretty much businesses. I not, think it'd be fun if we could get someone not on that, developers. Like, that knows their stuff with PR and like oh, can, can speak to that. It would kind of be very cool. I feel like we could uh, make a little bit of a spot for Jen on like AV Underground or something because she's not a creator, but she does a lot. Even of, if I, I could it's, send, it's a send her like an it. email or something like that, I could get her to email like a whole bunch of answers back. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's I a very know. she's a very busy person. So she's not. <laughs> oh, yes. for sure. She never has time for like a 10 minute phone call unless it's business related. Yeah. Right. Even for me, her favorite cousin. <laughs> um, yeah. So PR people. They, they, they're they they're iron. Anybody who's in PR and gets feelings. And, See, and I, like, feel, I feel a little bit of that because I tried to get a PR position for Boston Uprising. Mm -hmm. so yeah, like, you weren't a little salty about that at no, meeting them at all. Um, but, you know, fr from the perspective of like someone who hadn't entered into that iron gauntlet yet. Yeah. Like. It's, see, it's funny because like I am a very argumentative person. You could not work PR sometimes. Like somebody said about the the new Queen movie coming out. <gasps> I'm so excited. That, like, oh well, they erased Freddie's AIDS, and it's like, well, no, they didn't. The movie is leading up to a very specific event that happened in 1985. He didn't even get tested until early 1986. Of course he doesn't have AIDS in the movie because the movie doesn't take place then. Get your history, bitch. And I wanted to fight with somebody over this. Oh and my I finally God. understood what the internet was for. Yes. You know Freddie <laughs> so, Mercury had a little bit more going on in his life, right? Like It was a very specific event that happened in 1985. It's all this stuff leading up to that. But anyway, it. I started to fight with a stranger on Twitter about this. I can't do PR for a big company because as soon as it, it, my options no, are either. But you can do backyard brawling for them. Yes. <laughs> Give me a beer bottle and a fucking wife beater and I'm there. Oh, please make a separate account called backyard PR <laughs> and just go on other people's posts and, and argue like, the shit out of them. If somebody's yelling at me and like mad, my two options are radio silence, ignore it, just be upset about it in my own like personal time or fight with them and like get really mad and then cry about it. Yeah. Then realize you're arguing with an 11 year old who now does barely knows who Queen is. <laughs> Not They're, about Queen specifically. They know who, like, who the Queen is. Right. Lady Gaga. Yes. Of course. Duh. Yes. <laughs> uh, can, so, I, can I just touch on the one last subject that yes, I have for, for this uh, for today? Um, no Man's Sky, the developers of uh, Hello Games. Yes. Yes. They made an announcement. As of like 7 a.m. today being the 18th. I saw that tweet go out too. Um, no Man's Sky multiplayer patch has been revealed to be released July 24th for the Xbox One and the PS4. Um, in the tweet, it said, explore together, meet random travelers, build shared bases, dogfight, race vehicles. Yep, which is what they... It's I, literally I what they've been promoting since yeah. day one of I the game. I don't want to say they lied, but they they told us that that was going to be in the game and it hasn't been. And so, so like as of July 24th, they won't be lying. Yeah. It just took a few years. Right. But you'll actually be able to interact with players. Yeah. Where like right now there, there's there been occurrences where you can see the players, but they can't see you and like you yeah. can't really interact with them. Yeah. So um, 
It was weird enough. It's a, what, going on two-year-old game now? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. 2016. Going, going on two years old, and they're, they're still developing it. And will I pick it up again? Like, I own it, but will I actually play it again? Probably not. I will. But I do commend them for going through these hurdles. Like, they got absolutely dragged. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And they dragged have through a- the mud. <coughs> they could have given up at any point and been like, you know what? No one cares anymore. Why should we? Exactly. And, and they, an they kept company. on going. They're an indie company from like fucking Switzerland. <laughs> and speaking of PR teams, they don't have one. It's just the dude. Yeah, it's just 12 guys. <laughs> it's just the main dude running like the Twitter and the Facebook and all that stuff. And he just takes it all yeah. day. So, I mean, uh, shout out to Hello Games yeah. and I'm, I'm their still, PR guy, Sven. I, I don't know, even know his name. I, it's like Matt, something yeah. totally normal. I have a really big soft spot for No Man's Sky because it is it's space and it's exciting and it's fun to just fly around. And I don't know. Uh, see, they my, worked really my hard only on real it. grip gripe with the game is that there's no true direction, and that's it. I have to have a at least a little bit of direction, other than go to the middle of the go universe. to the middle of the universe, which could take you. An hour, or it could take you twenty days. Yeah, physical time. Yeah. So, but that's it. Um, that's it for my section of Twig for today. Yeah. Um, I forgot to do my little intro that I always do every day. You did. Um. So, just for posterity <laughs> reasons, <laughs> this was this was this week in gaming. It was episode fifty-eight. Uh, we are recording this on Friday, May 18th, and you will be hearing this on your earballs Saturday, May 19th. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to check out all of the links and goodness down in the description below. If you are not already following the podcast, you should totally do that because it's like super fun, yeah. like free and we're here. So. Also, if you're on iTunes at all, please leave a review because it won't show us reviews until we have so many of them. And I'd love to know. <laughs> and we'll say this until we start getting reviews that we can see. Yeah. Also, if anybody's curious to hear what my thoughts were on the Barbie documentary, <laughs> hit me up because I'm, I'm just it made me so fucking mad. <laughs> Uh, And if you're not a fan of things that are free, we also have a Patreon set up, which is linked down in the description below, where you can pay us real money or fake money. I don't care. Yeah, we actually have some tiers now. Use the plastic money that's not real that sits in your wallet. I should use Um, the plastic money that I'm going to be getting soon when I get my card in. And uh, and you can we've got a couple of different tiers. They're all low level right now because we're trying to keep things affordable for everyone in the world. Uh, but you could support this show. You could support our other podcast, AV Underground, for only a dollar a month. It really yeah. does help us keep everything going here. It helps you know, keep equipment updated. Uh, it helps us pay for ramen noodles so we can stay fed. Yeah. And, and it helps that, pay for web really, hosting. And the more you donate to our Patreon, the more real it gets for us to be able to quit our jobs and make this a full-time thing and give you more content. That's really the dream. Is it's just to you know be able the, to do this more dream content. Is miles I, away, miles, miles, I, miles. Away. I would love to become literally Travis McElroy and only do podcasting <laughs> as my job. But like have seven different ones, but that's my job. Right. I would love that. But thank you again so much for listening. We'll be back again next week with more of what happened in this coming week in gaming. Yeah. So until next time, stay awesome. Happy gaming. Bye. This Week in Gaming is a production of YDG Studios. Your hosts are Sarah Green, Josh Needham, and whoever Jeff decides to be this week. The podcast is organized by Sarah Green and edited and produced by Josh Needham. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by our patrons, For Love of Nerd and Eileen Hubbard. 
Thank you. To learn more about Yadude and all the things we do, check out yadudegamers.com. Mm-hmm.